Thank you for listening to this message from Five Stones Church and Pastor Ryan Smith. For more information about Five Stones Church, visit us online at fivestonesga.com. Live again Sunday morning right here at 11 a.m. You don't want to miss out on it. Invite your friends and family to be a part of this. I'm going to ask you to do something else. Take a picture wherever you're at in your living room, whatever you're doing right now. Take a picture. Put it online, share it with the rest of your tribes. In fact, let's do this. Let's hashtag it Five Stones Tribe Life. Hashtag it Five Stones Tribe Life. So that way we can see where you're watching tonight's gathering. Listen, we're still together. We're still doing this life together. We may not be in this auditorium tonight together, but we're doing life together from wherever you're watching. So take a picture right now. All the family, kids, even the dog, I don't care. Get them all together. Take a picture. Put it online with us. Hashtag it, Five Stones Tribe Life, and we'll share that together. Now, somebody asked me the other day, said, how are we supposed to give? That's an easy answer. We do it the same way we've always done. Now, some of you may have never given online. This will give you an opportunity to give online at fivestonesga.com. You can hit the donate button, and you can do it that way. You can also text to give at 45777. You just text the word five stones. Remember, that's one word, lowercase, five stones. Text that word to 45777, and then you can give through that. So make sure that you do this. Help support us. It's Wednesday night, guys. We continue to give and worship. Remember, Sunday morning. We'll be live with praise and worship. It won't be just me be me being here, but the worship team will be with me for a few songs. We'll worship together wherever you're at, so don't miss out on that. Now, I hope you're ready for the word. I hope you have your Bible with you. I hope you're ready to dive into this thing because, listen, this kingdom's advancing. In the midst of all that's going on in this present landscape, this kingdom's still advancing, and we have a tremendous opportunity. So reach down, grab your Bibles. Let's take a look at this. Uh, I'm going to start sharing uh, on Wednesday nights, a series of messages that, that I think you'll appreciate, and the title is, Are You Infected? Are You Infected? Now, I understand that that might be uh, something you don't want to think about. Obviously, contamination in our culture is something that uh, we don't want to deal with. Uh, obviously, here's the thing. Uh, people are being tested, and uh, they're coming back with reports, whether they're positive or negative, as to whether they're infected. I will say this to you. Uh, I've had a computer before. And it got infected with a virus and malware, and there were symptoms. And I think there's symptoms when you're infected with something. Uh, can I say this up front before we even get into the Word tonight? I'll say this. I'm infected with something. I'm infected with something that has given me symptoms. When the world wants to fear, I have been a, uh, so uh, in fact, uh, affected by the Word of God that, that it's amazing to me. I, I don't want to fear. I want to have faith. And so I really believe that there are some things that God wants to release in our spirit. Take your Bibles. Turn with me to John's Gospel, and let's go to chapter 1. John 1, and I want to read one verse of Scripture in your hearing. Uh, tonight will be a little shorter than normal, so... Uh, uh, for those of you that are used to me having a long closing, this will be a long introduction. But go with me to John 1.14. Let me read this with you, and uh, let's get into the Word. The Bible says, And the Word became flesh. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word became flesh, dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. When Jesus came to the earth, He came infecting change. 
kingdom. Yes, he came to combat evil and sin and transgressions, but he also came to establish kingdom. He came to establish virtues and values and victory that we presently didn't have. I want you to know something right now. Regardless of what's going on in this present landscape, what Jesus did for us is undeniable. Yes, he became the word in flesh, but he deposited love and grace and hope, and he released this this undeniable power of his presence to bring transformation to our life. I have been infected by the grace of Jesus Christ. I have been infected by his love affair. I have been affected and infected by his transformation power. I know you have as well. The reason we can continue to throw our hands up, rejoice, and be thankful is because we have been infected by his presence. We have been systematically changed. So I want to share this with you because I think it's important for us to understand. Our mission does not change. Our methods have changed. The fact that I'm preaching to you tonight via the Internet is a method change, but the mission is the same. We still love God. I haven't changed loving God, and I still love you. The method has changed, but the mission is the same. Here's the reality in this. Even though our nation is going through this difficulty, there are people who still need to be radically infected with the love of Jesus Christ. And so it's our responsibility, even while you're sitting at home tonight, to think of friends and family that need to be infected with this gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I've always said this, and you know this is my heart. I believe lost people need Jesus. I believe found people need to be discipled, and disciple people need to be mobilized. I want to mobilize you tonight to continue to reach out to your friends and family and let them know that they don't have to live in fear. They don't have to live in apprehension. They don't have to live in depression or despair, that Jesus Christ has infected the world by his presence. Now, you may say this to me. You say, well, listen, I'm watching to you online. It's the first time I've ever heard you preach the gospel, and I'm not sure I believe in this Jesus you talk about. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be standing on this platform on this Wednesday night had it not been for the power and the glory of Jesus Christ in my life. It changed me. It, it released something in my life. It empowered me. I have the symptoms of a changed life. Now, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We all struggle. We have bouts of fear. We have issues in our life. Can I get an amen? We have issues in our life. We have things that come into our life that remind us of our past, that remind us of failure, that remind us of things in our life that that have happened to us. And listen, we've all been dropped, man. We've all been through stuff that left us wounded. But I'm telling you, the symptom of Christ, the, the invasion of him in my life has left me changed. So over the next few Wednesday nights that I have the privilege to come into your home and preach this gospel, I'm going to do this from this perspective. What does it look like to be infected with Jesus Christ? What does it look like to be infected with Jesus Christ? What are the symptoms? had the virus, there are symptoms that go with it. If your computer has a virus, there are symptoms that go with it. It it operates slowly. The operating system has been compromised. In fact, if, if your computer has been infected with a virus, it operates slowly. It moves methodically. If your body has a, a, a virus within it, it's attacked with a virus, here's what happens. When you get attacked with a virus, your body is affected by what's going on within you. I want you to understand something. 
that because of who Jesus is, his truth, his instruction that invaded my life, that has released this infection within me, I'm going to, com- I'm going to commit my life to living a certain way. Regardless of whether you assembled in this auditorium tonight or not, as a born-again believer of Jesus Christ, I have a responsibility to live a life that is worthy of imitation. Listen, your friends, your family, your loved ones are watching you. They're watching how you handle the news report. They're watching how you handle the situations that you're facing. And we have a lot of uncertainty. But even in the uncertainty, I know who I believe in. And I am convinced that he is able to guard you. Do you realize that's what the apostle Paul said? He said in that 2 Timothy 1.12, he said, I know who I believe in and I'm convinced. Are you convinced? Are you convinced in who you believe in? Are you convinced in who has put something inside of you? See, if you are convinced of that, you will have the symptoms of this relationship with Christ and you have trusted him. See, I get excited when I think about what he did for me. I get passionate when I think about how much he's transformed my life. Now, I know my failures and I know my weaknesses and I know all those things and I'm very well aware of those. But when I really begin to reflect on how radically he changed me, I can't help but be excited even in a world that's looking for answers. I know that the the Bible says that, that I am an ambassador of his kingdom. Some days I don't feel like an ambassador. Some days I don't feel like the poster child of Christianity. But when I remember that the, the word of God, God's only begotten son, came to the, to the earth. He came to be Emmanuel, God with us. And he came not just to establish a kingdom with castles or battlegrounds. He came to establish a kingdom in me. My life is, is the ambassadorship of a kingdom that is undeniable. That's why we walk around here saying we don't lose. Because his kingdom is undeniable. We don't lose this battle. We don't lose this thing. And so just because we're not assembling here doesn't mean we're losing. It means right now he has afforded us a new medium to preach this gospel. Now, I am telling you right now, I have the symptoms of being infected with the Son of God. I believe you do too. Now, I'm going to give you six. That's, I got five, but I'm going to give you six symptoms of what it's like to be infected with Jesus Christ. The first one I'm going to give you tonight. The rest of them I'll give you in the weeks ahead. But here's the first one. A symptom of being infected with Jesus Christ is a life of commitment. A commitment. A commitment that is unwavering. A commitment that doesn't move off the foundation of what it is established on. Listen, the wind may blow. The rains may come, the storms may come, pestilence and things may come to the earth, but that doesn't mean it's going to move me. You shouldn't be moved because of the landscape of the world. We know in whom we believe and who we trust. See, Paul said it like this in 2 Timothy 1.12. He said, for I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able, that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. I know in whom I believe. Can you say that? I know in whom I believe, and I am convinced that he's able to guard. See, I've been pleading the blood over my wife, been pleading the blood over my children, been pleading the blood over you, the congregation of the tribe of Five Stones Church. Every morning we have a simple routine at, at our house with Marcia and I, and we take time every morning to pray over you. 
Why? Because we believe he's able to keep you. That no pestilence comes nigh you. No virus comes nigh you. No weapon formed against you prospers. See, that's where we live. Now, that is a commitment that we have to make. Now, here's the simple part of that. I have to model commitment. You have to model commitment. You have to model it every single day. When you're watching the news and your children are becoming alarmed or concerned, you've got to model what you believe in. You've got to be infected with the symptoms of commitment regardless of what you see, regardless of what's going on. That's why the Bible said, abide in me. Listen, abide in me, he said. If I will abide in him, I'm okay. I should never move off the foundation of who Jesus Christ is in my life, regardless of what I face. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying because it's truth. It's easy to get swayed by the by the circumstances of present living. It's easy to get moved when you're being inundated with CDC reports and news advisors and all these other things. It's easy to get moved. Let me encourage you tonight. Don't you move off of who he said he is. Don't allow the rhema of his word to be moved by what you see. Stand firm in this thing. Listen, if there's ever been a greater hour for us, the church, to stand up, to be, to be the examples of Christianity, it's this hour. It's this season that we rise up and we say, listen, we have yielded everything to him. We have been stewards of everything, and we have given him charge over it all. I'm telling you right now, you listen to me and you hear me closely. We are not moving off of what we believed in. We are still a movement in the earth. I still believe there is no place anywhere near this place like this place, so this must be the place. Well, I still believe we don't lose. We may not be assembling in this great auditorium together, but we're still together. Our commitment to each other is still resolute. I'm telling you, the winds can blow and the enemy can bark, but we're roaring louder in the days and the hour that we're on this earth. And I'm telling you right now, the proof of your commitment is being watched. Your family's watching your proof of commitment. They're looking, for the, looking to see what you've been infected with. I am infected. I have tested positive of being committed. I'm committed to this. I'm committed to living this life. Listen, someone needs to know that what we believe in is going to see us through. No weapon formed against you prospers. I believe that. I believe in Deuteronomy 28 blessings. I believe that in this season we're living in right now, God is going to supernaturally sustain you, sustain the church. We are in covenant with a God who will not fail. If you will continue to remain faithful, remain committed, be committed. Let your life reflect what commitment looks like. Listen to this. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3.14, make every effort to be found spotless and blameless. Did you hear what the word said? Make every effort to be found spotless and blameless. Spotless and blameless. That's a standard of living that our culture desperately needs to see. That we are going to live right in the middle of an ash heap of pain and peril, and we're going to stand right in the middle of it, and we're going to say this, I will not be found with spot or wrinkle. I will not be found sacrificing my commitments because I'm scared or fearful. I'm about to finish this little lesson tonight, but I've got a thought for you. And I don't know exactly what the, the landscape of it is of where you're watching or listening or, or, or getting this message tonight. 
but I wondered if we could take just a moment to, to take a breath just to be able to say, Lord, I need to refocus on you. I need to recommit my life to, to following your precepts and your principles so that the world that's watching me can see the proof of my commitment. I want them to see that I have symptoms of being infected by the relationship I have with Jesus Christ. People are watching you. Your children are watching you. Listen, make sure they see this resolute spirit that you have. Make sure they understand that you are not easily moved by what you see. We're not living by sight. We're living by faith. We're living by what we've heard from the Word of God. That's why the Bible says man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Either you believe in this book or not. Model this lifestyle. I challenge you right now. Five stones does not compromise. Did you hear what I said? We don't compromise. You say, well, well, we're not assembling together. We have compromised. Oh, no, we're assembling right now. We're interlocking lives and arms right now. I'm reaching into your living room right now, grabbing your hand saying, listen, we shall not be moved. You've got to believe that what we're facing right now is about to be one of the greatest moves of God in the earth. And I'll tell you why. Because the very things that we have built up as idols in our nation are coming down. Our economic resilience and our economic selfishness is coming down. Our addiction to sports worlds is coming down. The very idols that we have made entertainment in our culture are coming down. And I'm telling you, the church is about to rise up out of an ash heap of, of a pandemic and cry loud and say to the world, listen, Jesus Christ is the only answer. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and I believe that. I have the symptoms. Do you? The symptoms of living an infected life. Listen, I'm going to pray with you, and I would encourage you right now while you're online, listen, take time to put your prayer request on there. You can go to the website and use the way we care. That's fine. But you can do it right now. we got people right now that are standing by. That's how we're committed to you. We're standing by right now. You can just type in there, hey, pray for my aunt, pray for my loved one, pray for this. And we'll be, begin to continue to intercede and pray with you. You can do that right now. Listen, by Sunday, I hope you invite more people to be a part of this. Tyler told me earlier this morning, as we were talking, he said over 900 people, over 900 people watched that little four-minute video about us suspending our on-site activities. I wonder how many people I can preach to on Sunday. This auditorium that I'm preaching in today seats 1,000 people. Why can't we have more than 1,000 people join us online Sunday morning at 11 a.m. to join us in worship? to join us to receive the word of hope, of inspiration, so that they can stand resolute in some uncertain times. If you'll invite them, I believe we can do that. I believe we can reach more people than ever before. I believe that. You are infected. You can touch that person next to you, your loved one, your kid. Say, look, you're infected. Not with a virus, but with the symptoms of what it's like to be a Christian, to be a follower of Christ in a world that desperately needs to see it. You should have the symptom of I am committed. Make that commitment. I'm going to pray with you right now and pray for your commitment and pray that you be encouraged. Listen, we're standing here with you. We're in agreement with you. Don't think that we're gone. Listen, just because we're not assembling in this room doesn't mean we're not here for you. You call the office. 
You email us. You do what you've got to do. You use our social media platforms and just let us know. Now, let's go before the Lord in prayer. I want to pray for your commitment. I want you to live infected, just like Jesus came to the world and infected it. I want you to be the same way. Father, I just thank you and praise you for this opportunity tonight. Thank you for our Wednesday night gatherings. Lord, they're the most powerful things we can do is getting together under the counsel of your word. I thank you for the opportunity tonight to speak into the lives of of this congregation, of this tribe, of friends and family. I thank you for the word of God that does not move regardless of what we face. I pray tonight, God, that we would be infected, not with a virus, that the world is dealing with, but infected with the understanding, the revelation, and the knowledge that you came into this world. You were the word made flesh to bring the values and the virtues and the victory of the kingdom of God into the world. Now, we as Christians, we as born-again believers, understand that we are commissioned to carry that same example. And Lord, I pledge tonight to be more committed. I'm more committed to my faith, more committed to your virtue, your value, and your victory, more committed than ever before to believe in what this word says for us. I believe tonight, God, that you're strengthening your people. Lord, strengthen the Five Stones families. Strengthen this tribe. Meet the needs of their life. I thank you that by your stripes we are healed. I thank you that by the power and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we are being empowered to live a life worthy of imitation as an ambassador, living a life committed to you in the midst of a world that doesn't see much commitment. Now, Lord, to those that are listening to me that are not saved, they don't have a personal relationship, I challenge you, Holy Spirit, go find them. Right there where they're sitting in their living room, where they feel hopeless, where they feel disconnected. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will meet them right there where they're sitting. And that you will draw them right now, that they will make a simple confession. They admit that they need you. They believe that you are the Son of God. And they confess their sins before you and say, Lord, forgive me of those. For those of you that are making that commitment tonight, I'm going to ask you to go online right there and say, I prayed that prayer with Pastor. I gave my life to Christ tonight. I gave my life to him. I surrendered to him, and I'm going to be committed. And I'm going to live an infected life. I'm going to have the symptoms of what Christianity is. So we ask your blessings upon us until we gather again on Sunday morning. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Hallelujah. Isn't he good, church? Come on, isn't he good? Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory, and we seal this in Jesus' name. Until I see you next Sunday or this coming Sunday at 11 a.m., listen, if you need us, let us know. God bless you. Pastor loves you. Marsha loves you. Our whole staff loves you. Everybody here loves you. Come on, encourage each other. Let's stay together. God bless you. Until Sunday. Thank you for listening to this message from Five Stones Church. For more information, current events, and the latest news, connect with us online at fivestonesga.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Five Stones GA. We would love for you to be a part of a service here live. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here at 1358 Sixes Road in Canton, Georgia. Thank you again for partnering with us as we empower people and invade the culture.